Welcome to yet another episode of Breaking Business Barriers. This is Brent Duhame, your host. This is episode number 79. I'm joined by the usual, the one and only by with Ty, Jared. Ty, so Jared, glad to have you on again. All right, this guest, is, this guest is kind of in our, in our wheelhouse in, in a lot of ways, and maybe even not. We have someone who recently graduated from college, and I did this for her, and most of the listeners know that oftentimes I am donning the black and gold. I'm proud of it. But here we have someone who's carving her own way and, and really did it with a lot, of, a lot of different ways, I'm sure, being a great student and what have you, but social media. And if and for all of us in business today, especially in sales, which Jared and I are both involved in, production and all that, social media is a big play. And I believe, I believe Lucy Roden has, is someone who, man, if you want to get out of a comfort zone, I think she's one to, to look at and say, man, I could really, really, really do this. But hey, Jared, you and I are lucky to have Lucy on, on the call. Lucy? Tell us your, well, first of all, give us an idea of uh, the best place to follow you on social media. Let's start there. Uh, yeah, so I do, you know, do a lot of my work, almost all of my work on social media. And so you can find me on Twitter at Lucy Rodine TV and on TikTok at Lucy Sports Jokes. I also have a Facebook page uh, and it's just Lucy Rodine. You're welcome to go like that, but those are the best places to reach me. So Lucy, all right, well, and we'll follow that up at, at the end as well, so we can remind everywhere, uh, everyone where to find you. And and uh, I'm sure, you know, if you're if you want to find out a little bit more about Lee, Lucy, reach out to her. She's uh, well glad to give you her journey over over the time that she's done it. She's made national media, and uh, before before a big football game, I happen to be watching from uh, my seat here in Frisco, Texas, at the time, and. I thought, my God, this is not only is it funny, but it's awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Before, before we get into your bio and, and uh, what you've been doing, what, do you, what are you doing now since graduation, Lucy? Yeah, so I had the great pleasure of graduating with a degree in sports when there were no sports. So that was awesome. Um, so I moved back home. My family loves it. They're so happy to have me back. Uh, and so the job market for sports is really tough right now. Sports media is, it's just not a great time to go into the field. So I'm doing a lot of freelance work right now. I'm running the social media accounts for Hawkeye Nation. I've done some sketch writing and directing, producing for Second City Chicago. Uh, and I'm just kind of keeping my, my skills up, applying for jobs, doing what I can to make myself a little more marketable uh, and, and save up. So I got, you know, just a service job on the side, just, you know, taking it day by day. Could you imagine doing that? Let's, let's say, you know, you're going into your junior year, so you're upperclassmen at a, at a very good university, by the way, some of which I'm a little more biased than others. And, and I always get, uh, I always catch a little flack on that, Lucy, but that's okay. I'm good with it. But uh could you imagine doing what you're doing today as a, as you entered your junior year in college? Oh, I couldn't have imagined doing this. I mean, entering my senior year, I, uh, it was, it's, it's been like, 
it's hard to imagine kind of all the stuff that happened like with COVID, obviously like I didn't plan on graduating and, and, you know, have it not having, you know, the end of my senior year and all that stuff. But uh, even to just be kind of like working in social media now doing stuff like this, I would never have kind of pegged it, but I mean, that's, you know, that's life. I don't, I don't ever think you should, you should go in with a plan, but like, let's just be honest plans. They're not, they're never set in stone. So just kind of roll with the flow of it, which is what I try to do. Uh, and you've done uh, really, really well with it. And before we get into your, uh, at least when you got my attention, the, uh, which is, seems like a million years ago with all these things that have gone on 2020. Jared, do you have a, do you have a question for Lucy? Uh, not yet. I'm just, I'm enjoying learning about what you do. And um, yeah, so all right, so let's 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 get into let's get into the uh, the first attention getter and some of the things that that caused me to look at Lucy as an example in social media and as I apply it to my businesses. And uh, Lucy, you did something, and we'll make sure we get it posted out there for you for folks that don't know. Anyone listening, you've got to check it out, and uh, because it, not only is it funny, but I don't. It took some it took some kahunis to do what you did. And uh, it was, uh, it brought a lot of smiles to people's faces, no matter what team they represented that day. And, and we'll get into that, but Hey, let's bring us back, dial us back. What got, what all of a sudden dawned on you? This would be an awesome idea. I'm going for it. Then all of a sudden you're on national media. Yeah. So it was actually not an idea that I that popped up the week of the Iowa State game. It was something I had tried to do two years prior. Oh. Um, and so at that point, I was a sophomore in school, and I had this idea. I said I'd seen, you know, late-night comedians do something similar. I saw Duke students do something similar to UNC students, and I'm from North Carolina, so, like, that stuff would pop up on my feed, and I was like – it would be awesome for me to drive to Iowa State and prank their students. Like, that would be so much fun. I would be totally willing to do that. Um, and then so, my sophomore year of college, I ended up not getting credentials for the game and kind of the organization I was working for, you know, they weren't crazy supportive about the idea. Um, and, and I just didn't have the resources to do it. So it, it never happened. And then senior year rolls around. We're at Iowa State that week. And I'm like, I got to do this. Like, I got to do it. It's my senior year. Like, I don't care what they, anybody says, like, I'm doing it. So I had a day where I only had a morning class and I was like, screw it. Like, I'm going to drive to Ames, uh, picked up a friend of mine. And I said, you're going to come with me and we're going to, you know, you're going to help. And this is the plan. And so I remember leaving Iowa city and, I was like driving down the street and I saw two of my buddies, Jake Rubin and Trent Katz. I'm going to give them a shout out. And they were like, what are you doing? Like I was like waving at them and I was like playing music really loud. And I was like, just you wait and see. I'm on my way to Ames. And they were like, what is wrong with you? Why are you the way that you are? So we drove the two hours to Ames. Um, and I was definitely nervous on the drive. I was nervous about getting caught. Um, I was nervous that I was about to drive four hours across the state and one day for it to flop. Um, but we're driving there. So we filmed my first video and I was like, you just got to do it, man. Like you're here, like you're making this choice, like let's do it. And so talked to the student, you know, bought the t-shirt, did all that jazz and then talked to the students, did not get caught, had one person question me, but it was, 
I mean, I played my way out of it so fast and it was, I mean, it was easy. It was like, it was embarrassing how easy it was. Uh, I was only talking to students for maybe 45 minutes, an hour. Uh, so then we filmed the last of our, you know, footage we need and we just hopped on back to Iowa City. Uh, I was, I think I left at like 11, I got back by five and I just went and started editing it and I was putting it together in the TV studio for the student station. And like people were coming in and out and I was like, you guys got to watch this. Like, yeah, yeah, let me know what they think. And they were like, this is like, this is going to kill. This is awesome. And so I posted it that night because I couldn't wait any longer. I was going to wait to post it the next day, but I was just too excited. And within five minutes, I was I just knew I was like, oh man, this is something different. And then the next day I woke up, I heard from my buddies who I saw when I was driving there and they were like, you were right. Uh, that was crazy. And I remember I knew like, oh my God, what a moment when I like walked into class and like sat down and the person in front of me turned around and was like, that was awesome. And I was like, oh my God. And since then, my life has been literally completely different because of that video. Well, and, and I'll let everyone know that didn't see this and, and hopefully everyone will have a chance to see it. That t-shirt you bought was a uh, Iowa State t-shirt, if I remember right. Now, I don't even think that made it back to Iowa City, if I recall. I threw it away, and a lot of people have asked. Like, that's a common question is, like, did you just throw it in the trash can and then, you know, go return it and get your money back? And I was like, I don't want to touch that anymore. You know, that it belonged in the trash. I was going to leave it there. And so I also kind of felt like it was even like, Hey, I pranked your entire school, but you got $10 worth of my money. So we're even now. Well, I've, I've had a nephew that loves that by the way. And, and he's a graduate from Iowa state. God bless him. But the, uh, <laughs> you know, he said something to me. I told him that you were going to be on our show today. And, and he's like, man, she should have kept that. She could have had that autographed and it would be uh, somewhere in the hall of uh, shame, as he said, but, <laughs> but uh, it was, it was really good. And, you know, that was a tough, that was a tough thing, right? I mean, you did it, you're a student, you get out of this comfort zone, said, what the heck I'm going to, I'm going for it. And, you know, again, our listeners are all in some facets of business, primarily a lot of folks in sales or aspiring entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs already. So, you know, and that's who we we expect to uh, inspire. And man, you're a picture perfect example of that, Lucy. Jared, I know you have a question. So I'm so curious what's actually, I haven't seen the video. So we're going to leave that uh, to everyone's imagination to check out afterwards, huh? <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm super curious. But obviously, this played into your career and what you're doing now. And what an unconventional way to. Uh, you know, build a resume. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, it's definitely weird to, you know, like go into like job interviews or like internship interviews and stuff like that. And they're like, how did you get to where you are? And I'm like, well, I pranked my rival school. That's how I did it. Um, but, you know, I kind of like it that way. I actually love it that way because uh, with my content and the work I do uh, and the brand that I've kind of built for myself, it's very unconventional. Um, you know, I'm not afraid to say things. I'm not afraid to make dumb content. Like I'm, you know, I don't want my work to be conventional. I just don't, that's not who I am. And so I like that, you know, I got my start by doing something kind of different and quirky and weird and funny because that's kind of the brand I want to have for myself. Yeah. And, and that's excellent, right? You're, you're outside of your comfort zone, but you're also doing what you love to do 
that uh, why you wake up every morning and and uh, that might be a little bit in inside your comfort zone. Did you have a, we always talk about on this show, Lucy, did you have a particular fork in the road that, you know, whether it was before graduation or now since graduating, that man, I could go over here for to the left and that's where the money is and it's some J-O-B deal or go to here to the right. I'm going to continue no matter how hard it is. And you said your parents are very proud of you and, and they should be over here. I'm going to, I'm going to continue building my brand. Is there, is there a particular time or a fork in the road that, that, that comes to mind? Yeah. Um, God, there's so many, but specifically, um, my kind of my biggest fork in the road was, uh, outside of, you know, figuring out life, you know, post-graduation. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I got, I got some decisions to make. Um, but right after that Iowa State video, um, it, it created a lot of tension in my, my work life um, for, cause I was working for the student station at the time mm -hmm. and they have done, you know, so much for me, uh, was a, a wonderful organization. And I recommend that anybody who is you know going into media at their school especially at iowa to go into the daily iowan or their you know school's version of that uh, but you know after that iowa state went video went viral uh it, it created a lot of tension um i wasn't able to kind of create as freely as i wanted you know i was that they, they want they had more of a hold on what i was doing uh they wanted kind of more ownership of the work i was doing and it just didn't sit right with me I, you know i felt kind of taken advantage of a little bit because it my idea to go to iowa state was not an idea that was supported and then when it did well they weren't happy with the fact that you know they didn't get uh kind of what they wanted out of that um, and, and there are a lot of other, you know, behind the scenes things that went on under that. And I think the Daily Iowa is an awesome organization. I have such, you know, such high, you know, levels of respect for them. But it, it came to a point where you have to, for me, I had to decide, do I want to stick with this organization that I've been loyal to and has done so much for me, but I know that I've kind of reached my ceiling with, or do I go and, and find another avenue? And so, I found that creatively it was best for me to kind of do things under my own terms and under my own kind of freelance kind of role. So I ended up leaving the daily Iowan, which was really, really tough. Um, but I, I'm so happy I did it because I think it's important that, you know, you have to understand when you've gotten the most out of an opportunity, when you've made the most of it. And obviously it's hard to leave, but you have to understand like, I'm not going to grow anymore from this. I'm not going to be able to continue to do what I want to do with this. So yeah, I guess that was kind of my biggest fork in the road I faced. That's a big one. And, uh, and it sounds like I already know the answer, but did, did that decision really come or be made by uh, either your head or your heart? Uh, that definitely, that's a good question. Um, I would say it, it definitely had to come from my, my head because, you know, I did love the Daily Iowan so much. I loved working there and things got a little dicey in the end. And a lot of it was my fault of why it got dicey. But uh, I just knew that like, I knew what I was worth. 
And I think that's so important to anyone in any field is to know your worth and know what you can produce and what you deserve and need. Uh, and they just weren't meeting that. And so I had to make that very tough decision to, you know, not work with my friends anymore and not work at this organization that I've given so much to and that has also given so much back to me. And so uh, I definitely had to make that decision with my head. Yeah, yeah, very much sounds like it, even though it was, I'm sure some heartstrings were pulled on that because you were, you were working with friends and, and what have you. Jared, I know you have a question. What's up? So Lucy, you're clearly an expert on creating engaging content, you know, that'll resonate with uh, viewers on social media. Do you have any tips for, you know, say entrepreneurs that want to start leveraging social media more on just what kind of content, I know that's hard to generalize, but just any tips on how to put content out there that will actually uh, engage people? Um, I think for me specifically, why I think my content uh, even like after the Iowa State video, just like my Twitter feed and stuff like that has been so engaging with my audience is because I think about what would I want to read? You know, I, I put myself in the fan perspective. I, I'm not I'm not a serious journalist. Everybody knows it. And I'm cool with that. I don't want to be a serious journalist. Um, but I tweet as if I was, I was a fan and people like when they can relate to that. So when you're creating content, I mean, just think about what's the content you would like to see and just, you know, that's what you should go with. You don't have to do this fancy, crazy stuff. You don't like, you should know like your audience, but you would hope you'd want to be your audience and something like you're passionate about. Uh, and then just like kind of just the basics of it is to, you know, be approachable with that stuff, be, you know, willing to use multimedia. You know, you don't want to just be sending tweets. You don't want to just be posting pictures. You want to have videos. You want to switch kind of stuff. Uh, up with that. But I, I just think the best thing to do in, a, in any situation is just to be authentic with it. And so, and that's what I've tried to do. And I think that's why I've been successful in having like high, you know, engagement rates. So for me, I think it's really interesting what you said about multimedia. Um, I tend to gravitate towards Facebook and I still use, you know, other platforms, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, but I find that if I were not, you know, intentionally putting content on multiple platforms, I would probably just be on Facebook. Is there a platform that you, you know, and it's different for everyone. I think Brent really enjoys LinkedIn. Um, do you have a platform that you would be using the most, you know, if, if it was just about enjoyment? Oh, it's for sure Twitter. That's definitely where I've had the most success. Um, I just kind of like the simplicity of Twitter. I love the character limit. Um, and I, I just think it's really, really, in I, I like Twitter because it's so easy to interact with anyone on any level. Like you can tweet something at the president of the United States if you want to, and maybe they'll see it, maybe they won't, but there's a chance they will. And I love that aspect of Twitter. It just it's there's it's so interactive that's really interesting how they haven't changed much you know the other pl platforms have really evolved over the years and twitter from what i've seen seems to be pretty much essentially the same yeah they really i mean it's they've stuck to the basics and i think that's why twitter has been so successful and it has stayed so constant is like it, it's a simple app. It's really not hard to figure out and so i mean that's why i like it it's simple and that works for me so well, it, it, I'm certainly a follower and I know like uh, over 8,000 other folks are followers of, of you as well. Is it, 
is your engagement on that, um, let's just say daily, how much time does it take? Just on, let's just say Twitter, for example. How much time does it take uh, for you personally, engagement on Twitter? Probably too much time that definitely more than I'd like to admit. My screen numbers I get at the end of the week are really high. Um, I mean, I mean, I've probably spent at least an hour or two on Twitter a day and it does vary. Like if it's a game day and I'm, you know, live tweeting the game. Yeah. I'm going to spend that entire like portion of the game with my laptop up watching the game and tweeting about it. Um, But it's kind of one of those things where like, yeah, I definitely spend a lot of time on Twitter, uh, but I, I really enjoy it. Like interacting with people on Twitter comes very naturally and easily to me thinking of engaging content tweets and stuff. That's something that I, I enjoy doing. So I don't notice how long it is until I get the weekly screen report at the end of the week. That's like, you were on your phone an average of six hours a day. And I was like, right. oh, great. That's down. You know, it's, that's the, you know, the crappy side of working in media as you are on your phone all the time when sometimes you just wish you weren't. Well, I, I have a feeling, Lucy, that my, my, both, both my kids might be spending that amount of time on, on there, and, and, uh, and I'm sure it's pretty much non-productive time, but that's just me as a, as a dad talking. But, but you know, that's, that's good to know, but it, you've also engaged social media to expand your horizons, and it's working, and I can't wait to see you continue to blossom in doing what you're doing, because you're going to do fantastic. I mean, it is, uh, number one, you're fun, you're engaging. And, you know, I dropped a, a blind message to you and shoot within, I don't know, it was, it was a short period of time and, and you responded and, and uh, bingo, here we are. I get to meet you uh, at least via, um, via video for the first time ever. And, and this is really cool. Hey, tell us something. Now you've pulled off some other stunts. Let's just not talk about one. You've done some other things. <laughs> That are just hysterical. Give us something that will crack us all up outside of already what you've, what you've told us. So yeah, I get asked on podcasts a lot and I love going on. I'm like, I'm having a blast. And so what I try to do is, you know, a lot of people ask about the Iowa state video. They'll ask about a lot of things. I try to have one unique story every time so that, you know, there's something new. And so this is a story that I haven't told before. Um, It was, so NCAA tournaments last year for Iowa. So the year they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and I was covering that for the daily Iowan. It was an awesome trip. I was having so much fun. And those, the media like hysteria after a game in the NCAA tournament is unreal. It's very, very tough to like, you gotta be running everywhere, you know, you're in tight quarters. And so we were doing player interviews. I think this was after the Cincinnati game and, or it was the day before Tennessee after Cincinnati. So it was just like a regular press conference. Uh, and so we're talking to the players or whatever. And the head sports information director is like, Hey, for McCaffrey's going to be out in the hall with a presser in five minutes. And it's a very tight hallway and I'm five, three, and usually the only female at these events uh, and the other camera guys are much taller and larger than me. So if I don't get there first, I'm not going to get anything because I have to, you know, be in the front. So I like run out there and I'm sitting there waiting and uh, I'm sitting there with Fran McCaffrey comes up, but I don't even notice that he's there. So he's right in front of me and the reporter next to me is like, Hey, you better watch out. Like all these people are nudging me. 
are, are trying to nudge you out. And I was like, no, no, they're not going to do it. I said, nobody's getting through me. And I didn't realize that Fran McCaffrey was right in front of me. And he just like gave me this weird little look. Cause you know, I'm five, three, like I'm not intimidating at all. Um, and he was just like, I would not mess with her. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, that's what I thought. And then I realized like right away, I was like, I didn't think that through. Like I just like physically threatened to like, you know, beat up Fran McCaffrey as a joke and didn't notice it. Like I just didn't think get through and he just like laughed and looked at me funny for a second and then it took like a couple minutes for me to like realize like oh man like I like in a way like physically threatened like the Iowa basketball coach today on accident uh and so but Fran's one of like the funniest nicest coaches and so uh, that was a that was a weird day because like I have friends in media and they were all just like sitting staring at me like did she really just do that and like I didn't even notice I did it so uh, that's I, I guess a story uh, that I haven't told before. That that's a good one, uh, Lucy, because Coach Fran probably said, "Man, she'll take a charge for anyone." You know, no one. He's him. probably thinking I should get her out there. I mean, come on, <laughs> Boston's getting thin. We should just call Lucy up. Hey, before we before we wrap up, Jared, any any uh, last questions uh, for for Lucy? Oh man, I just I've enjoyed you know hearing about you know how you leverage social media and um, Brent and I talk about this a lot. Uh, you know, just just the value of social media. Um, we were talking about how uh, I read a book about Benjamin Franklin and he bought the printing press in his town because he so well understood the value of promotion and marketing and um, I just I think it's so cool hearing stories like yours because you know we all have a an outlet where we can like you said potentially reach anybody in the world so uh, just really cool following you and I look forward to seeing seeing more of your content and first thing I'm doing we're done is watch that that prank video because I'm super <laughs> curious now it's fantastic. It, it, it is absolutely fantastic. It, and to know that that went on a national game day, that was, that was really cool. And, and people would have paid millions of dollars to have that spot time. Lucy, as we do a, a couple rapid fires and, and before we wrap up, why don't you remind us exactly again where we can find you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Lucy Rodine TV. Uh, you can just look up Lucy Rodine on Facebook uh, and then at Lucy Sports Jokes for TikTok. Fantastic. All right. So is there a book that we should be reading, Lucy? Um, a book that I really love that has changed my life. Um, it's got a bad word in the title, so just be prepared if you need to bleep okay. it out. Um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's an awesome book. Uh, I know the book, actually, believe it or not. I really, really like it. It's really popular, but it's popular for a reason. I, that's a great book. I've read it multiple times. The, um, so what's next? I mean, you're, you're, you're carving your way and, and in a beautiful way, by the way, but you're carving your way and what's next? Uh, what's next is, I mean, that's a great question. I wish I knew the answer. It's, you know, just keep applying for jobs, keep doing stuff. Uh, I'm still going to continue to create TikToks and make funny content for my, my followers, but it's, you know, just see where it takes me. Cause who knows really. Are you worried about what other people think about you? I mean, you broke away from the daily Iowan to, to carve out your, your, your brand per se. Do you worry about what others think about you? Never. Good I could not last a day in this job if I did. Good for you. That, that is awesome. And say it with confidence. So listeners out there, 
you know, a lot of times uh, we're pulled in a lot of different ways because we're, we're trying to make everyone happy. That can't be, that can't happen. And I, I, I'm going to take away from this, Lucy, is some of the best advice that you will give right now is never, even though it can be difficult, um, you know, you have parent support. I'm sure you have a lot of friends that will support you. You certainly have me. And I know uh, um, I'm not everyone by any stretch of imagination, but I love that entrepreneurial thought. And Jared, you're, you're an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, Jared and I have talked deeply about this with other, other guests. And I think that is awesome. And you said that without any hesitation. It's fantastic. Well, Lucy, we'll wrap, we'll wrap up breaking business barriers. Episode number 79. I feel privileged to have you on with both Jared and I, this is your guest. This is your host, Brent Duhame, along with, uh, my co-pilot, Jared Ty episode number 79. Everyone uh, take care. Go ahead and wrap it up, Lucy. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, go Hawks. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that along with as every end onward and upward. Let's go.